Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Good morning, just happy new day, happy Thursday. I hope everyone is feeling amazing. Shout out to the whole collection optimize my life, Mary and everybody in their respectable places. Howdy, howdy. I am your host today, Georgette, also known as your juice dealer and dope healer, which a lot of people have been saying, hey, you know, I feel like I can heal myself. And then I always be like, you know what? Yeah, actually can. So today's topic is, how do I do it, G? How can I do what you do to make me better? And the key word I want to use today is transition. All right. Now, most Americans, just as you and I, we follow the SAD diet, which is the standard American diet. I don't know if y'all remember, like, in school, we learned about the food pyramid and how fruit and the vegetables at the top and then the carbs and the fats and the lipids and and the meats and the proteins was at the bottom. And it was said that this was the way we should consume our day-to-day food and what we should include in our diet. However, over the time and over the years, that has been proven to be wrong. Um. It's actually the opposite way. We need to consume more fruit and vegetables. They need to be at the top of our pyramid. And the bottom of the pyramid needs to be the meat, the sugars, the fats, the carbs, because we need those too. We just need them in moderation. So you want to transition. You want to go from being glad to glad. What is that like, G? And I tell people, don't think about it as overall, like, oh, I have to change my eating. I can't eat like this anymore. That That is seemingly what is the first initiative thought. But if you can get your mindset to be like, okay, here's what I got to do. I'm starting at A. I'm a little bit overweight. I have a pre-existing underlying health conditions, where do I start? Start with your most favorite food. I don't care whether if fried chicken is your thing, 
then make a day out of it. If pizza is your thing, make a day out of it. If uh, fried pork chops and neck bones and rice, if that's your thing, make a day of it. So that will be the first um, indicator that you're, you want to transition. You want to make a day of what you're transitioning to. In my house, we do fast food Fridays. You guys' nephew, Gage, he knows that on Fridays we can go out to eat because that's considered fast food. We can hit up a Chick-fil-A. He can go to a Zaxby's. Whatever his little heart desires is fast food Friday, okay? And this is the time we take to honor our fast food cravings. So you can make it a fried food Friday and enjoy your fried food. You can make it a a fat girl Friday. You can enjoy your cake and ice cream, whatever, whatever appeals to you. But I want you to get in the mindset of saying, okay, I want to change. That starts with how you look at yourself, how you perceive yourself, and what is your self-talk. All right, I want to change. I want to try a new diet. I want to try a new way. Hey, I saw this person on TikTok uh, eating vegetables for 43 days, and they changed their life tremendously in 43 days. Do I have the power to do that? Do I have the willpower to do that? Do I have the strength to do that? Honey, the answer is yes. Well, first we're going to begin by how we talk to ourselves. What are you saying when you look in the mirror? Do you truly love who looks back at you? Meet yourself where you are and love yourself exactly where you are. If you're a little bit round, that's okay. Love on your round. You got a little extra jiggle, honey, love on your jiggle. And if you are on the opposite side of this and and you feel like you are thin or skinny and you want more, all the things can be reversed or engaged based on the things we intake and the intake that we do consume, what time of day are we consuming, right? Okay, so now we get the self-image of what we want to look like. Hold on to that, but don't let that be your driving force. Let your health be your force, be the force of you driving into a better you, a healthier you, a happier you, a leaner you. A um, a clear thinker, you. All these things coincide with what you put in your body. What a man eat, a man is. And when I say eat, I mean what are you consuming daily? What are you reading? What are you uh, ingesting with your friends? What are the conversations that are having? What are you watching on TV? What are you watching on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook? Like, what are you consuming yourself with daily? Because these small daily practices will have an overall uh, big picture that it will be enhanced at the end of, but we got to stay down to come up. So first, we already talked about our self-imaging and what we feel that we need to look like and loving who looks back at us in the mirror. Then you begin to say, let me talk to food a little differently. Let me Let me handle this differently. How does food make me feel? When I'm hungry, what do I crave? When I'm when I just I need something quick, you know. And that these are the little things we tell ourselves to make things okay. Oh, I'm in a hurry. I just need to grab something quick. 
oh, I'll eat something healthier later. This is just available. You know, so one thing I preach is proper planning prevents piss poor performance. I'm going to say it a little bit louder for the people in the back. Proper planning prevents piss poor performance. If this is something that you have thought about many nights and many days and something that you say, you know what, I'm going to take a stand over my health. I'm going to see what I can do. Start planning for it. Meal prepping. It's not a hard thing to do. There are several people in your area that, that do this work, and they're happy to make the food for you. But if you feel like, hey, that, that might not be for me, take you $50. On a Sunday, take you two laps around the grocery store because we want to do those two laps around because that's where our whole foods are. That's where our fruit and vegetables, if we eat meat, um, our lean meats are there. Two laps around the grocery store will get you everything you need to make it through the week. So what does that grocery list look like, G? Because I don't think I can do it. Let's start. Let's start with breakfast. A lot of people eat breakfast, but I'm learning that um, intermittent fasting works for me because once I eat, honey, I got a food baby. And I'm like, oh, what is this? What is this? I don't I gotta look right in my dress. But that's just me and how I feel. But also, um, shout out to my good sis over at Good Sam as well as RJ Lorraine Fitness. And she taught me that uh, and she's um in process of what is she doing? Uh bodybuilding. She's in process of getting her physique ready for her bodybuilding competition that is about nine months out. And when I tell you, baby, this this young lady has been working diligently and super hard. I mean, she won't even have a bite outside of her diet, Terry, needs for what she's building her body. But Audrey taught me that we need to actively let our digestive system rest. And when she say actively let it rest, she means about 10 to 12 hours. Give it some time to absorb everything that you've put in it, Give it some time to absorb these things and see if we're going to put it here, we're going to put it there, we're going to use this here. Okay, the rest is waste. We no longer need it. And that way when you wake up in the morning, your body is ready for elimination. It's also going to feel good because you gave your body active digestive system rest, okay? So shout out to Artie Lorraine for teaching me about having my system have a a, a set time for rest because I think this sister doesn't eat after 5 p.m., okay? And she's in bed by 8.30, so talk about resting her digestive system and letting everything do what it's going to do and get ready for the next day. Honey, I admire her. So I've been taking on some of her practices. But plan your day out on what you're going to eat. It makes it less stressful. You don't have to scramble around trying to figure out, Oh, what am I going to eat today? I don't feel like, you know, you know, the excuses that we tell ourselves, we're not dealing with it today. Make sure you're going to do something for your breakfast. You're going to do something like overnight oats. These are so much fun to create. You can create them with the kids. It becomes a grab-and-go situation for you. And all it is is um, a fourth of oatmeal, and you can build this in a mason jar. Okay, grab your pens and your paper because here's your first thing you're going to start consuming during the day. Overnight oats. You take about a fourth of a cup of oatmeal, put it in the bottom of your jar. You want to add some coconut cream, maybe some cinnamon, 
a little bit of nutmeg. Then you want to layer blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, and then you want to top it with either some non-fat yogurt or you can do the um, coconut milk or almond milk yogurt. Put that on top. Once you have your jar completely filled, fill it up with your favorite plant-based milk. Put it back in the refrigerator. Allow it to sit overnight. In the morning, you have rolled oats. Oh, my favorite. You can put some nuts and berries on top. I mean, we've already put berries in it, but you put some nuts on top. And this is my favorite grab-and-go snack. It's filling. It's flavorful. You can add honey or agave to make it a little bit sweeter for you. And now you don't have to worry about your breakfast. Also, during the day, we got to be mindful of our snacks. So if you want to make a couple of smoothies to make it through a few days, now you've had your overnight oats, maybe you eat that um, around 8. If you get up earlier, I don't eat till 12, but that is something that you can soon consume during the earlier part of the day. It's natural sugars, which is going to be good for producing energy. The berries are good for natural lung detoxing. Um, detoxifiers, and then the rest of the things are actually settling for the stomach and preparing the digestive system to wake up. And it's something easy that it can process. It doesn't have to work so hard. I know we've been conditioned to think that bacon, eggs, cheese, biscuits are the way for the morning, but, baby, that's too heavy. I, I need a nap after that. So be mindful when your mind is full on your on your daily practices with your food. So now we've got our breakfast. Maybe we have a smoothie for lunch. Your snacks. If you're like me, I am so snacky. I need to crunch. I need to snack. These are the things I need. So I love dried fruit and vegetables. Like So I make my own fruit and vegetable chips. If you have a dehydrator, you already are halfway there. You're in the game. Slice up some fruit and vegetables very thin. You can add um, honey or a little bit of sweetener to it, but let's just get in the habit of enjoying the fruit as it is. It has enough sugar in it so that your body can process it and use it for stored energy. So I take my fruit and vegetables, I cut them up thinly, I put them in the dehydrator, I allow it to sit for about 8 to 12 hours, however crunchy I need it to be. Yes, it can stand there for days, the longer the better. Um, If you don't have a food dehydrator, your oven is fine. Take a cookie sheet or a baking sheet, line it with parchment paper, put your fruit and vegetables on there just as you would in the dehydrator. Turn your oven on to about 190, 230 maybe the most, and allow it to just sit. Um, it will take less time than the um, dehydrator, but you have like natural fruit chips and vegetable chips. So there's your crunch right there. And, again, planning our snacks. Also, one of the things I absolutely love that's great for lunchtime is some chickpeas. I can make miracles with a can of chickpeas, okay? I can make something that's on the consistency of tuna salad. I can make something on the consistency of chicken salad. And it's just about how you process the chickpeas. You can smash them up, add garlic, smoked paprika, onions, thyme, basil, sage, Dried cucumbers, I mean, say not cucumbers, dried cherries, sorry about that, guys. Dried cherries and some walnuts, and you have, like, a nice little potato salad type situation or a chicken salad. Put it on a croissant, 
we got action, okay? And for some of you that is like, well, you know, I don't have time to do the things, the crock pot is your friend. Set it and forget it. Take you some fruit, vegetables, if you need meat, a lean meat, a, a roast or something, but more vegetables than meat, put it in the crock pot, let it sim simmer, okay? And now we have began to get our processes on that we have our food made for the week, we can package up our food. We can grab and go. Now, get, that's, that's the, that was the hard part. Now we done empowered ourselves, right? We have mentally wrapped our mind around, hey, I am changing the trajectory of my health. I'm going to prepare this food. I'm prepared with love. I'm going to enjoy it with love and intention that I am doing the things that I need to be better. I'm doing daily practices that's going to make me better. Now, you do that for about one or two weeks, guess what? You really start to feel better. You you start to get creative with your fruit and vegetables. And, again, honor your cravings when they happen. If you need a mild lemon pepper wing, extra crispy, then do that. Go get that on Friday. If you are trying to get away from the fry, you can say, hey, on the weekend, I'm vegan. So there's no fried foods, there's no foul foods, there's no carbs, sugar, processed, anything. I'm vegan on the weekends. And Friday, Saturday, Sunday, baby, you eat your salads and your fruit and your vegetables, right? And you, you start your journey that way. Or maybe it's in reverse. Maybe you have a little bit more willpower. Monday through uh, Friday, I'm, I'm plant-based. Monday through Friday, I'm a conscious eater. Saturday and Sunday, bring me all the fry, all the shrimp broils, Bring me all the rice, all the pasta. Bring me the cake and the ice cream because that's what you choose. So you got to reward yourself. Your body takes note in how you treat it. Be good to your body. It will be good to you. Treat it poorly, it's gonna have, you're going to have poor health. And this is not an assumption because what I want you to know is that everything you have done thus far has got you where you are right here, right now. If it's been working for you, wonderful. If it has not, eh, maybe it's time for a little bit of transition or a little bit of change in your diet. <laughs> but don't be too alarmed. Like when I say change, let's be open and receptive to change. We're shifting the mindset from the sad diet to one and all the high fructose corn syrups, the sugar, the carbs, the meats, the all the things, we're transitioning to saying, hey, we want foods that make us feel good. We want foods that help us think better. We want foods that help us smell better. We want foods that help us just overall at a cellular level. We need these foods. Now, some of you know I went 14 days on juice and water. I completed the task on Tuesday at day 15, no, 16, because Sunday was 14, so 15 16, I enjoyed some soup. I enjoyed a smoothie. And my stomach has actually shrunk, and it takes less food to fill me up. I feel that taking a break on food is great for your digestive system. I know that it recalibrates the bacteria and the gut enzymes that you carry from day to day. And it helps you process food better after you've given your digestive system a break. 
a lot of you guys, I know you're shaking your head right now. Gee, I can't do three days without food, let alone 14. Again, daily practices. It's a practice to be healthy. It's a practice to be a conscious eater. It's a practice to know that your body needs certain things and you are consciously putting those things in your body. That becomes a mental game with yourself and saying, you know what, I didn't think I can do this, but, ooh, I really can. Okay, what's next? What's next, G? I done meal prepped my food. I'm ready for the week. Now we need supplements. Some of you may already be on medication, and that's fine. Start cross-referencing those medications with different supplements. Not herbs. We're going to move on to herbs at a later date, but your supplements. Maybe you need to take a woman's health supplement, which is a complete um, woman's health vitamin. Things to look for is vitamin A, vitamin C, uh, D, E, and K, um, folic acid, B12, calcium, iron, phosphate, um, niacin. Hold on. I don't want to mess it up. N-I-A-C-I-N because I'd be messing it up. <laughs> but, yes, niacin. And you want to make sure you're getting the things that your body needs for you. That means we make sure we know what our blood type is. We've consulted with our primary care physician to say, um, hey, I want to do some blood work. I want to see what my body needs. Maybe I need to put a little bit more B12. Maybe I need more iron. Maybe I need more calcium. So begin to find out what you need for you. Always remember, you are your first doctor. When we go to the doctor, we simply tell them how we feel. They can't feel how we feel. So one, be truthful. Two, don't hold back. Three, once they give you medication, if it's not working for you or if it's making you feel some kind of way, cease from taking it. Contact your physician and say, hey, I don't like the way this makes me feel. I know we said we would try this for three to six weeks, but, hey, it's really got me thrown off. Maybe the dosage is too high. Maybe the dosage is too low. Let's talk about it. Is there something I can do? Listen, when you ask your physician, is there something more I could do, I promise you that physician is going to sit down and say, well, hey, blood work showed this. This is what we see in conjunction to. So guess what? Maybe it will behoove you to take on this type of practice in your dietary needs. Maybe it will behoove you to um, increase your H3Os. What are H3Os, G? This is just straight from the plants. Coconut water has H3Os. Watermelon has H3Os. Most of your melons, honeydew, cantaloupe, um, these are going to have um, your H3Os in it, cucumber, things like that, your water-soluble fruit and vegetables. So now we move on to, okay, I've meal prepped you. I'm ready for the week. I got my mind right. I've consulted with my physician. It's a goal for this new dietary journey that I'm on. This is new. I'm trying it. What else can I do to keep my mind strong when I'm ready to revert back to my old eating habits? Daily exercise practices. 
that's going to get you through. In order to build a strong temple, one must have a strong mind. So what type of physical activity are you engaging in through the day? Are you going for a 20 to 30-minute walk? Are you going to your boot camp class? Did you slide by your Zumba class? What happens for you in the exercise department? What does that look like? Are you taking the necessary time out to just sit and breathe and be with yourself? Utter some words of praise and thanks to the most high and the creator and just saying, you know what, I'm doing what I can today. I'm going to practice this today. I'm going to be my best self on purpose, with purpose today because tomorrow will have its own challenges. And then over time, maybe you was plant-based one day a week. Maybe you was a conscious eater three days a week and so on and so forth. Time goes on and you went from one day to three days to five days to seven days a week. And you may eat something once or twice a month and then you go back to your primary care physician and they're like, hey, you lost 15 pounds. Hey, your blood sugar seems to be leveled out. Hey, your blood pressure seems to be, you know, right where it needs to be. Man, those gut issues you was having, they subsided. We want to take you off that medication. Hey, your eyesight has changed, and it seems like the floaters are being decreased in your eyes and your vision's coming back. Oh, that tingling that you were feeling in your hands and feet, oh, that subsided. And you will learn that food is truly your medicine. This is the most thing we consume on a daily basis. You think it's not medicine if you use it in the right way and houses the right practices to enjoy the foods that you need versus the ones that you want simply because it was convenient, simply because, it. oh, this was all I had. Oh, I was in a hurry. Watch this. The same amount of time that it takes you to go through a drive-through, order your fast food, pay for it and pick it up is the same amount of time that it took you to run in the public, grab some fresh fruit, some nuts and berries, um, some yucca chips or plantain chips, and you now what you spent in public, you're a couple of days versus what you spent today, and now you're full, you got the itis, you're wondering why you feel so stuffed and slug, sluggish and groggy. It's the same amount of time. How will you use your time? How will you separate yourself from your diseases and your discomforts and your dis-ease? How will you separate yourself from your normalities right now that you've been suffering through? And all you have to do is begin to make conscious decisions about what you put in your mouth. All you had to do was make a conscious decision on you going to bed a little bit earlier and waking up a little bit earlier, starting your day with a walk, with a praise and a thanksgiving. Yeah, you can do this. I believe in you wholeheartedly that if you are under the sound of my voice right now, you've already taken the first step 
to listen to someone who practiced these lifestyles, who've had tremendous success in various peoples on reversing dis-ease, dis-ease, um, any type of ailments in the body. And I've really seen a turnaround in people. This is your first step by merging yourself into a new lifestyle. Change is good. Just be open and receptive to it. Change can change your life. Let me run it back. Change can change your life. All you have to do is implement little baby steps. Nobody said you had to be vegan today. Nobody said you had to give up your chicken and rice. Nobody said that you couldn't have bacon ever again. But you owe it to yourself and your digestive system to give yourself a break, to really take your time to study yourself, learn your body, and really become your self-healer. You can do it. I have done it. The, some of the producers on the show have done it. And guess what? Most importantly, what will come out of this is that the people in your home will start to take heed on what you're doing. They'll start to ask questions. They'll get more engaged. I enjoy meal prepping because it's the time that Gage and I get to spend together. We get to talk. We make schools about to start back. You think I'm not going to prep for the week? Because what we're not going to be is late for school. Mm-mm. No, we're not. And we have a 30-minute commute. So we're going to get up do some yoga, say some affirmations, get dressed for the day, get ready, take our grab-and-goes, and Gage is going to eat on the, in the car on the way to school while he listens to affirmations. It's all about what you feed your brain and your body first thing in the morning. What do you consume with? Are you getting up, getting on TikTok? And did you roll over and, and hit the like button on Instagram? Or did you roll over and take a deep breath, put your feet on the ground, stretch a little bit, drink your bottle of water, and say, okay, I'm ready for the day. Okay, I'm ready to go to higher heights. Okay, I'm ready now. Only you can prevent you from forest fires. And anything that is out there, informational-wise, honey, take it to YouTube University. Somebody somewhere is like me. Find you a person that motivates you. Find you a person that's about the lifestyle that you want to be about and really dive deep into what it is that you want to accomplish. Man, you might come out and figure out, you know what, I need a career change. You know what, the way I've been working and operating over the last 10 years, this doesn't work for me anymore. Because food has the ability to alter your cells. Food has the ability to make you think and do and be better based on the things you put in your body. Think about a time when you was acting foolish outside. You was outside, okay? You was just cutting up. Think about what you ate that day. Think about what you consumed that day. Think about what you watched on TV, the conversations you had, the people that you were around. Start to take an assessment of your life. And once you begin to change your food, honey, the people in your life, they'll change too because, one, they talk about you first. Then they come and they ask you questions. 
Then they want to know what you're doing when you start looking good. Because one thing I do know, food will definitely alter the way you look, okay? And once you start feeling how you feel and looking how you look, baby, that's an inner light that nobody can dim. And everybody will see it. People will gravitate to you, want to know, hey, you know, something's different about you. What you been doing? You know, I, I saw you a couple of months ago. You You lost a few pounds. Oh, you know what? Time we talked, girl, you wasn't doing so good. You know, you seem to be on the up and up. You seem to be happy, healthy, and whole. Yeah, what'd you do, child? I just mind my business, drink my water, eat my fruit and vegetables, go for a walk, spend a little time with me. That's all I do. Wow, I I wish I could do that. I don't have the discipline. Oh, but you do. Take a little bit of step, little bitty step. That small step will create a big wave in your life. That small step towards being healthier will transition every aspect of your life. You just got to do two things, ladies and gentlemen. You got to want to do it and you got to work to do it because it is work being your best self. People don't talk about, you know, the work. Well, hold on. They talk about doing the work, but they don't talk about how tedious and not pretty the work is, okay? It's going to be a lot of nights where you feel lonely. It's going to be a lot of days where you feel discouraged. It's going to be a few times where you slip and fall and you, you, you jump off your bandwagon. But guess what? If at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. Try again and keep trying. You owe it to yourself. We get one body. We get one body. If they're giving out other bodies, because I know they clone Tyrone and some other people along with some sheep and some pigs, but you get one body. They may be giving them out some more, but I'm good with the one I got. I'm going to take care of this for the rest of my day. Because I know if I feel good, then I attract good and I do good. And good comes to me frequently effortlessly and abundantly. Now, will you take the first step in transitioning your lifestyle? Will you take the first step of regaining your health, regaining your children's health, their outlook on food? I know we love grandparents, listen up. Stop trying to be your grandkids' friend, okay? They love you regardless. That is an unspoken gang-gang bond, okay? Y'all down for life. You don't have to give them candy. You don't have to give them cake and cookies and chips and all the little Debbies. Start cutting up some apples, some oranges, some bananas. Give that to them. Put a little lime juice over their watermelon, okay? Make it taste like a starburst. Put some lemon juice on that watermelon. Make it taste like Skittles. Make it a, a night. Make it a, a a family night where we cut up fruit and vegetables and we try new fruit and vegetables. One thing I do in my sister's house, that's right, I said what I do in my sister's house because my niece is very health conscious. We go to the Asian grocery store and we'll get five different fruit or vegetables that we know they uh, our family hasn't tried. 
We all get on YouTube together and we look up different ways to prepare it and then we cook it and we prepare it and then we try it. Sometimes it's a win, sometimes it's a lose, sometimes it's a draw. But what it definitely does is bring us together as a family. It gets us engaged in talking more about food and health and mental wellness and its correlation to what's going on in our gut. It gives us back a little bit more time because we took some time. Listen, Jugs, everything is possible with a little elbow grease, okay? Hard work, dedication. That's about all I have for today. I hear a couple of callers on. If there's any questions for me, the doors of the juice bar is open. So can you put that recipe in the Facebook group? Absolutely. For the overnight oats? Yes, ma'am. I will do that because it is fun and it is quick and the kids love it. And I have exciting news for you. What you got? Your nephew lost, finally lost his first set of teeth. Love it. I love that. Y'all, this is my producer, Mary. She and I share a love of autism. And we have been talking amongst ourselves on how we're going to get our finicky eaters to try new things. And Mary has developed the the art of masking vegetables in spaghetti sauce, okay? She is doing it, and she is doing it. And it becomes a time that Gage did not like certain foods, and he is now trying new things because he watches things on YouTube. So, again, why... Be mindful of the things you watch because it can come through your kids and they can project and they'll be willing and ready to try it. He likes to cut up fruit and vegetables now. He might not eat them, but he likes to cut them up, okay? That's the first step. He likes to cut them up. So, yeah, we are we are doing big things over here with the kids and their dietary needs. Cutting it up and getting to play with it is the first step to getting familiar with it because, you know, the the unfamiliar is always scary. So, you, know, you know, people get mad and kids play with their food, but when they're cutting it up and they're messing with it, they're getting the, an idea of what it is, what it feels like. And they're incorporating all their sense and needs. So it's the first step to being familiar. And eventually they will get to that curious stage of what does it taste like? Mm-hmm. That's where you say, I don't know, try it. And now Gage likes to cook too. And mommies for with the babies with the um don't like different foods or trying, be patient with them because it takes about five to seven times of them trying it to get the different consistency of different foods to get to where they can actually tolerable, but it's tolerable for them. So it's like, again, like I said, it takes about five to seven tries for just to get them. So just be patient with them because they're being patient with you when you're trying to change their diet. You know, the biggest way and the easiest way to do that is 
you know, like what we do in our house is we'll have a particular food. If it's a veggie or a pasta dish or a meat, we'll have a little bite of it on the plate every day. Okay. So I'll make it so that way it's always on that plate for a week at a time. So it's always yep. there. And just gently coax them, you know, let's try it. Now, the one thing I loved is the Disney show Tot for kids. My son used to be mm-hmm. so in And they always had a no thank you bite. You mm. taste it, you try it, but it's okay if you don't like it, just say no thank you. You had to try it. And you do that with that same food every single day. Because what makes the unfamiliar familiar is the first step to getting them to just open their mind. Because they look at it, they're not going to like it. Because they don't think they're going to like it. And we forget how powerful our minds are. And anyone who knows kids, their minds are so more powerful than ours. They're so stubborn. Man, they can be, but, you know, <laughs> if our children are open and receptive to do something, then we should be open and receptive to do something. If your children come to you about anything, you should be like, you know what? My kid wants to try something new. I'm, I want to teach this. I want to go on this journey with my child. I want my child to be healthy. I want my children to learn alternative um, ways of eating. And it's going to become something that is, I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to bring out closer together as a family, like, just getting back to family time. We so caught up in other things, we forget to share, you know, time with our family. So this is a great way to get back to it, get back to family time. You just brought up a good point. Our reaction mm-hmm. to things is going to be their reaction to things. If we yep. don't like it, they're automatically not going to like it just because of how we react, what we say, what we do. Okay. So if you that want them to try it, you're going to have to try it. Mary. Can you hear me, Mary? Yes, yes. sir. Um, I um, I just think this, uh, this topic... Uh, that, that you and Jarjet Jar- Jar- are talking about are just so very important. And, uh, you know, you know, I, you know, I have a large family and, uh, uh, out, of, out of my family with 36 grandchildren. And, and so, um, uh, I, I have experienced many, many of these things, uh, that, that you guys were talking about, uh, on the show. And, uh, I think that, um, uh, one of the things that I've realized in my life is that um, we can't help someone um, to to change their 
um, uh, change what they're they're uh, in, involved in in their mental their mental health or their mental illness. Um, they have to take they have to take ownership for it, and and they, and they have to uh, uh, understand that they have a problem and that they um, they need to work on it. Now, uh, there's doctors that can help them, and there's and there's uh, and we can help them through encouragement and so forth um, and recommendations. But in the in the ultimate um, in the final result, it's it's really up to the individual to uh, to take response take responsibility, uh, and that's and that's how I've always approached it all my life with my my family, and I um, and my friends as well that I that I work with. Um, so I, I think that's, uh, I don't know if you would agree with that, but I think that's important. I agree when it comes to adults with kids, if you can help them and guide them and be more patient with them and help them. Because a lot of times kids aren't aware of their issues or they right. don't know the why they're having their issues. So it's a little bit easier with kids to have that open mind and walk them into a path. And a lot of times you need that neutral third party. Like with my daughter, she's got self-esteem issues or had self-esteem issues. And with her autism, it's anxiety-induced. It induces her anxiety. And she flat out told me, Mom, it don't matter what you tell me because moms always love their kids. I could be the worst person in the world and you're going to still love me, so it doesn't matter what you say. So I hired another coach a friend of mine to work with her, which is going to let her pick him out. And that's the other thing is that with kids and anyone, having them pick out who's going to work with them because that's the person that needs to have that connection with them to get a result. A lot of parents will pick professionals to work with their kids, and they're not going to get that result if there's not that connection there. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Love, love is so important to to the family and to the children, and I I think that's uh, I, I think lo- showing that we love them unconditionally. It doesn't make any difference what what they're doing, um, but but if we love them unconditionally, I think that will help. That helps them, and and also the the power of prayer is so important. I think also is to teach them, uh, teach our children and and teach our families. Um, the power of praying for help and uh, answers will come and and uh, the prayers will be answered so um, I think those those two are very very important uh, love and and the prayer and that's why we that's the first ingredients in all our food and that's why we pray over it because those are the, the foundations of like healthy practices and having healthy practices roll over into healthy lifestyles and those healthy lifestyles roll over into healthy relationships whether it's relationships with people relationships with food and then it just becomes a point where it's your lifestyle because people ask me all the time oh you vegan and I tell them no I'm a conscious eater and I practice certain lifestyle and at first they're a little bit confused but then we have a conversation because, again, the relationships that we cultivate, whether we're cultivating with one another, with um, other other people, other places, and our food. Yep. Food brings conversation. It brings people together. 
So if we can start having the healthy conversations about the food, just imagine what we can do overall in the world and in the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any other questions, comments? I just want to make another comment about uh, one particular mental illness is uh, uh, alcoholism. Um, I, mm-hmm. I've had a, a my father. My father was an alcoholic, and my two brothers, my younger and my older brother, both uh, uh, followed that example and became alcoholics. And I. Um, I lost my my father at an early age because of it, and and uh, but I decided my I decided myself that I am not going to follow that example, and um, so I I um, I was able to control uh, that particular aspect of my life, um, but I also um, did a lot of praying about it too, but I think that. Um, I, I, my, my dad was a wonderful man in many, many ways, and he taught us boys many things. Um, and one of the things that he taught us uh, was drinking, uh, drinking alcohol. And I, I, um, I refused to follow that example, but my two brothers didn't. And, and so um, um, I just – that's why I, that's why I have such a strong feeling that uh, we have to take – um, uh, we have to take control of it ourselves, and we have to work through it. And um, but but we have to also pray and ask God to help us through it. And I, and that's um, I think those 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 things are very very important. Oh man, I appreciate that. I love that the producers come on here. First of all. If y'all don't know who that, that that lovely voice is, that is Bob, the the everything of the Hope Collection, right? And he is a man of very few words, but when he speaks, he speaks the truth and he speaks in abundance. So I'm grateful Amen. for your history. Yeah. I'm grateful for you, your self practices, your knowledge and all the things. So thank you. Yeah, we uh, self-talk is so important. Also, we have to we have to follow the self-talk, and I've always taught my kids uh, to to believe um, what they what they can accomplish in their lives, and they've all done very 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 well, and I'm very happy for them. And and uh, but I but I believe that uh, you have to you have to have enough self-confidence in yourself, and and speak it speak it to yourself because seventy percent or more of what we what we hear is what we say to ourselves. And so that's very, very, very important. Absolutely. Who knows you better than you and who's gonna treat you the best? You. Yep. Yep. Great show, Mary. Great show. Thank you. Hey, I just follow along. I don't host today. <laughs> this is all I'm good at. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for giving me the platform to run my mouth and talk all the things that I enjoy, my lifestyle practices, my son, um, just health and mental wellness all overall. I enjoy having this outlet to talk to 
all the different type communities because I don't know whoever is listening, but I'm grateful that you're listening. I know we are in a couple of countries and translating a couple of different languages. And when I say couple, I mean like 60. <laughs> Try 95. And now in. I can tell you. I can, <laughs> I can tell you're passionate about what you do. It's, it's amazing. Way to go. Man, this has been just a great, this is a great day. I always cherish our time. If you don't follow the pages, um, the Hope Collection on Facebook, Optimize My Life, this uh, this wonderful being that has created this platform, Mary, um, a life coach, a psychoanalytic therapist, and a whole bunch of other things, but most importantly, she is a mother with a will and a mindset, and she's one hell of a friend to me. And I'm grateful that you have been just holding my hand and helping me through this journey and finding my voice and just all the opportunities that came for this. I'm grateful. My heart is full. I'm grateful for Bob, the Hope Collection, you still the dope healer, all the things. I'm grateful. <laughs> It's a two-way street. For sure. For sure. We're grateful for you. Thank you. You're doing the right things for the right reasons, and that's so important. Thank you. I feel like I feel my purpose every single time. Every single time. And I'm just grateful. And with all this gratefulness being spread at Doug, go out and be your best self on purpose, okay? I hope today you learned something. I hope today you expanded your mental. I hope today you grew a little bit more towards the you that you want to be, okay? Y'all know the motto, only to prevent you from forest fire. Be the change you want to see. You have the ability and the capability to change, control, and be whatever narrative you want to be, okay? Give a dollar away, maybe even to step back, watch it grow, and see just what God can do. I love y'all. Go be your best selves on purpose. Tune in and use the What's going on today, Mary? Let them know. Hey, I got the host right here. It's Bob's show today. <laughs> We got <laughs> and starting next week, I don't have the times narrowed down yet. Um, I will have them down today. We're going to add two new nutrition and health shows. Um, both of the ladies that are certified nutritionists that have been on Hometown Heroes will have their launch their own health shows to help with diabetes and living your best lifestyle. We have three health shows now. Thanks to the request from everybody who's listening. All right. We'll see you next.
Thank you for tuning in to Optimize My Life Radio. We hope you found today's show insightful and empowering. Remember to follow us on social media and Optimize My Life for updates, additional resources, and to stay connected with our community. Join us back here tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another enriching episode as we continue our journey towards a more fulfilling and optimized life. Until then, take care, and remember to make each day count.